Hello, beer. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Life is uh, treating me okay. I have a, a little dental work to uh, do today, which is always so much fun. Uh, May I explain yes. something to you? Yes. Anytime you go to the dentist, especially if you're mm-hmm. over the age of 30, yes. it's not little dental work anymore. It's, it's always something, oh, you're going yes. in, I'm going in for cleaning this afternoon, <laughs> you know, and I know damn good well. Well, you know, we found something while we were doing your cleaning. We would like What's to. that? <laughs> yes. Well, we're going to have to pull a cavity. It's your brain. But, you know, it's... Uh... <laughs> I know. You're absolutely correct. Well, anyway, uh, but I'm not going to let that slow down a, a, an interesting program. We have we have a problem in our country big time. Uh, we've Joe got, Biden? We've got so many of them, yeah. But do uh, you heard what happened with Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense? Well, yeah, you know, he took the, the time off. He was sick. And then his replacement, he didn't bother well, to check or tell anybody. And um, you're being very kind. He was sick. He went in for elective surgery that I guess went bad. And he ended up in the ICU for at least four days. I think he's still in the hospital. Uh, but the thing is, he didn't tell anybody. He didn't mm-hmm. tell the president. He didn't tell the White House. He his assistant was vacationing, I think, in Puerto Rico, and I guess she was notified to cover all of his work, but uh, she, he didn't give a reason. And to this to this uh, date, he hasn't said what that elective surgery is. Not that it's terribly important, but usually when uh, someone in that position, that high up, is uh, going in for surgery, it's kind of like. Uh, uh, it's an unwritten rule. You, you kind of let the public know why you're doing it, you know? Uh, yeah. How old is he? I'm not sure. I really don't know. Uh, but I do know that the calls for his um, impeachment now are, are rising. And, you know, people say, well, what did, what did he really do? He went in for surgery and didn't tell anybody. Let me explain. If you If you hired a security guard to watch your house and your family, and you were told that guard was going to be watching your house 24-7, seven days a week, and then you found out for some reason that that security guard decided things were quiet and that security guard was going to go off and uh, and run some errands or uh, take a few days away from his post and that nobody was watching your house, how would you feel? You know, it's, it's, we had, over the course of his hospitalization, uh, from what I understand, we were attacked in Syria. We we attacked, I believe, something in, in Iraq. I mean, we, we did a lot of, there were military actions that happened while he was in the hospital, and he was not paying attention. And, you know, if I were the Russians or the uh, Iranians or the North Koreans, I would think, boy, these people are just not paying attention. We can do anything we want. Well, yeah, I think, uh, and where else are we not paying attention? Because, you know, I don't know what he went in for, and he's not talking about it. What, I mean, he went in for gender reaffirming uh, surgery they, they or, didn't something, say. or something? They didn't say. You know, yeah. Maybe that's what it is, so he's, Who knows? he's protected right there. But, it is the uh, Biden administration, after all, yes. Yeah, well, you know, the one thing, though, uh, during his time in there, of course, you know, the Red Sea flare-up and everything that's going on there and the shipping. Mm-hmm. 
uh, that we were, we're already going to see a, a consequence. You know, remember back in 2020, we had uh, COVID and uh, the toilet paper shortage, you know, well, and we're starting to see that again. But you know what, you know what we're going to have a shortage of now because all those ships, a lot of those ships have goods that we depend on, like, oh, I don't know. Pants, I, I hate to ask, clothes, really. I mean, it, it's bad. En- it's bad enough with toilet paper shortages, but what are we going to be uh, short of? Uh, well, no. well, clothes. I'm talking clothes that are on cargo ships coming over that aren't coming over now uh, because a lot of the ships got ported. So your price, if you want to go get a pair of pantalones or uh, you know yeah. a shirt or sneakers. Oh, those well, nice yeah. sneakers are. They're all made overseas. You know, in these in pe- China, Bill. These these people that are our enemies. They all know what they're doing. They all know what the, what's happening. You know, well, we'd like to think that nobody's paying attention to what's happening in Washington, Bill. But mm-hmm. they are. They know that we have a bunch of inept guys uh, at the controls. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, you know, thanks to Joe Biden, his plan is working. Pretty soon we're going to be stripped down to our underwear and no laundry soap <laughs> to wash them. <laughs> That's true. Well, he is. Um, he, he said uh, he talked to uh, Lloyd Austin, and he said that uh, he has full confidence in uh, Secretary Austin, and he's uh, he's happy to have a man of his caliber in that position. You know, Biden can't be more inept. He, 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 he just can't be. I mean, uh, President Trump called for Austin's immediate uh, dismissal yesterday. Uh, calling what he did a dereliction of duty. I mean, if you posted a a, a century, you know this guy mm. was supposedly Austin was supposedly, I believe, uh, an admiral in the in the military. I mean, if you posted a guard and that guard decided, ah, I got to go and have my teeth done or something, you know, I'm not going to be there for a few days, but no big deal. I won't. Who are you going to have to replace you? I'm not going to have anybody. It'll it'll be it'll be quiet. Um, You'd he'd be court-martialed, you know. But this guy, Austin, he does something which is egregious. He decides to go in and get surgery and not tell anybody. We were left uh, unprotected, absolutely. Which well, why do we need protection? I mean, obviously, we know that uh, there, there's something they know that we don't. We've opened the border, so why wouldn't we drop our pants and bend over? You know, come on, this is. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're the, the biggest, baddest, meanest country in the world. Yeah. So we can willy-nilly drop our guard if we want to. Well, we um, we have all sorts of things happening at the southern border, uh, and mm. Biden just won't fix it. You know, he knows as well as anybody in this country that uh, the border is unprotected and that right. uh, we're killing people with drugs from, you know, fentanyl overdose and things like that. He knows all this, and he just uh, ignores it completely. It's yeah. a it's a good political move he feels to open up the border and let anybody and everybody in, and that's what's happening, folks. We're getting drug dealers in. We're getting terrorists in. You're saying terrorists? Oh, come on, Jim. Nothing's happened. There've been no big explosions. Give it time. And when when Christopher Ray, who I'm no fan of, when he gets up in front of Congress and testifies that he gets a, every day is a sleepless day or a sleepless night because of uh, all of the different terrorists that he sure has come across the border. Um, that says enough to me. I mean, 
Uh, you know, this guy has been covering for this administration since the start of this administration, yet he testified that uh, he had to admit that there are a lot of terrorists who have come across the border. Well, they're not coming across to see Disney World. They're not coming across to go to Disneyland. They're not coming across to visit the uh, the Yosemite National Park. They're coming across to do bad things to us. And it's going to happen, folks. It is going to happen. And, uh, you know, I, I look, God bless him, I look at President Trump, and he's running as hard as he can run. And, uh, you know, the, all of the polls seem to indicate that he's going to win in a landslide. But there are, what, well, Bill, 10 more months left until the election? Well, that's just it. And I'll talk about some of the dirty deeds that they're doing. But the, the one good news, piece of news, and which means you're going to see really things uh, get uh, nasty and a uh, foul stench in the air, is the fact that the, the first survey on the Electoral College right. of what, uh, what the election is going to go like, Trump is already over 270. So in other words, yeah. he's basically won the election already without it even happening. You know, and he's growing in numbers day in and day out. So you don't, if you think it's bad now and you think it really stinks now and they're not going to be calling in all their favors, <laughs> you got another thing coming. These Democrats are going to go, oh, we can't have that. Bill, you know, I, I think it was Einstein who said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And and this is the problem I have with uh, things like that poll is I don't see on the surface at least anything has changed with regard to how the elections are going to be run. And if that's the case, if they stole it in 2020, and there's indications they may have even, even uh, stolen 2022, uh, then my question is, how is things, how are things going to be different in 2024? You know, how well, they're not, they're just slowly perfecting. Well, not slowly. They're rapidly perfecting the steel, but you know, the encouraging news is it's pretty obvious what they're doing. Because when they talk about how well Biden's doing and these Trump numbers are fake, Biden decided to go get some soul food in uh, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. And he got no soul. No, no soul sold up, no, showed up. No, you know, it's funny. Nobody uh, there. People say, well, that can happen. But President Trump was in Iowa uh, just a day or so ago. And mm -hmm. he walked into a restaurant and, unannounced and the place went bananas. They were just delighted to see him. It was a a rousing crowd of Trump supporters, essentially, who just, it was impromptu, and they loved seeing him, and uh, it was obvious. Whereas when Joe walked in, seriously, it could have been somebody, anybody, walking in from the uh, the parking lot. I mean, it was like uh, his security detail, Joe, and then I, I don't think people realized who he was. Yeah. Yeah, I got a question for you, because mm -hmm. it smells funny to me. And I think Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking right at you, man. Uh, you, you remember how it was Republicans that were getting swatted all the time? Yeah, yeah. Now it just seems that, well, we can't have just Republicans getting swatted. It, it's it's Democrats. It's those damn MAGA people that are yeah. causing this. Yep. Now, you know, the judge overseeing Jack Smith's uh, D.C. case against Trump swatted. List, you know, name after name after name of Democrats getting swatted. So the SWAT team that they put out, you know, or the, the orders that they said to go SWAT these people or call in the SWATs, no, nah, this this is starting to sound a little bit phony to me. Yeah, they, they uh, 
It, I, I thought the same thing. I, I saw that story and I thought, nah, that doesn't seem right. But, you know, you're, we are uh, skeptical about just about everything that comes out nowadays. And, uh, uh, you know, some, someday someone's going to be hurt uh, with one of these swatting events. Well, it actually happened, you know, come to think of it. Uh, there was an, an, an elderly man who was swatted about four months ago. I think he was in Arkansas or Arizona. And they killed him. He went to the door, and I guess he had a gun in his hand because he didn't know who was at the front door at uh, 2 in the morning, and they shot him. Yeah, well, I'm not going to answer the door in my underwear. If I am, I still, I'm still going to be holding a gun, you know, or <laughs> yeah. I've got, got a gun in the back of me somewhere, you know, my hands back there. I don't Hello? think I'd open the door until I knew who was. I mean, look out the oh, window I wouldn't first. either. I wouldn't even stand in front of the door, you know, I'd stand to the side. Uh, I'm not opening the door at 2 in the morning. You know, I, please, knock, 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 knock. You really? You know, uh, I can't see you. I don't know. Are you aware of what's happened in New York? Uh, yesterday, they finally, finally moved uh, a crowd of about 300 protesters from in front of the Holland, I think it was the Holland Tunnel, or maybe it was the Lincoln mm-hmm. Tunnel. I'm not, not really sure. I think it was the Holland Tunnel. But anyway, uh, they were blocking traffic, rush hour traffic into the city, and uh they were protesting. They were saying, stop, uh, what was it, stop this war now or, you know, cease fire now. They were talking about uh, Gaza. And by the way, this is, a, this is not a large nationwide movement. This is a group of uh, basically uh, 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 people who have come into our country, you know, unannounced. And uh, all of a sudden they're, you know... They're protesters. Anyway, mm-hmm. well, they moved the 300 out. They finally arrested him, but it was only temporary, Bill. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, uh, it was not a, you're going to jail or Rikers Island and you're going to spend some time there. They move him right. to a, they move him to a detention area. They, I guess they give him a citation and they send him on their way. I don't know what good that is. It clears traffic out for a little bit, but you know, they're going to be back there again, probably in the next day or so. Uh, because they're free. That's what they, that's what they do when when they're being uh, punished in a woke city like New York. But uh, Hamas supporters were arrested also blocking uh, traffic outside of the Dallas airport. Uh, just this is the same airport that Biden was uh, landing in Air Force One. He was going to a a wake of a former representative uh, in Dallas uh, last night. Uh, her name is mm-hmm. Eddie Bernice Johnson. She had been 30 years uh, in the uh, in the Congress as a representative, and uh, Biden was flying down there to pay his respects. And uh, but they, this, these these uh, protesters were blocking traffic, and they arrested about 12 of them. But it says here it was the same group of protesters. They were from the same organization that was blocking traffic up in New York. My first question was, where are these people getting their money, and how are they coordinating nationally? You know, I mean, first of all, if you want to uh, bring people into your organization, if you want them to to support your ideas and your movement, is it a good idea to block their traffic when they're going to work or trying to catch an airplane? You know, is it a good idea to make their life miserable so they'll stop and think about what you're protesting? I think that, uh, if anything, you're going to make a lot of people angry at you and your movement. Well, I would think so, yeah. 
Well, they they are doing it, and and you know, they all kind of look like uh, if you, you know, the Antifa movement, the uh, you know the they the people who were causing trouble. Yeah, I know they. Some of them have the uh, uh, Muslim uh, head uh, garb, you know, that uh, they wear uh, in the Middle East, uh, but others don't. And and the way they're coordinated, the signage they use, uh, their antics, they look all very very familiar. And uh, I don't know. It just to me, I think to myself, if you want to get people to support your movement, you uh, you don't do it by pissing them off if you pardon the uh, the expression and that's what they're doing and mm-hmm. that's that's their idea um president trump was talking about the uh, the january 6 people who are in in prison and have been since uh, the protest uh, you know back in january of 2021 a- at the capitol and um first of all uh, i found this interesting uh, he said this. What they've done, and they ought to, you know what they ought to do? They ought to release the J6 hostages. They've suffered enough. They ought to release them. I call them hostages. Some people call them prisoners. I call them hostages. Release the J6 hostages, Joe. Release them, Joe. You can do it real easy, Joe. This guy, what he's done, what he's done to people. And then... So there you go. He uh, he calls them hostages. I, I want you to, I want you to hear what that fathead Brian Stelter had to say about that right. comment. Listen. And it is remarkable uh, that Donald Trump is out there using words like hostages, and it is treated by many people, including many people in politics, as normal. I think what we're going to see now, now that it's 2024, is that it's not normal. It's going to get more attention. It's going to get more news coverage, and it's going to be recognized as the aberration and, frankly, as the shame that it is. I don't understand how uh, uh, a jerk like him, and he is, without any question, a jerk can still get press. He was a guest on MSNBC. First of all, oh, man, I they must have money to burn at uh, the National Broadcasting Company because they have a failing network, MSNBC, and they know how to fix it. These are not stupid people. These are programmers. They know what to do to make MSNBC a successful cable network. But that's right. secondary, that's secondary, Bill, to what the heck... Their goal is their goal is to uh, be a leftist mouthpiece, and uh, the hell with the ratings. Well, yeah, they're they're following the money. The money is coming from obviously the left, and I mean it's time to stop the bus and take a good look at uh, what's going down. Now, according to uh, the Western Journal and other news media outlets, all right, the Biden administration holds coaching sessions with the established media. Now, we know that that the Democrats have the media in their pocket, but coaching sessions with the established media, special uh, spreadsheets are handed out. They're coaching uh, the media. This is not news or factual. It's a political playbook. It's a hit list. It's an agenda. I got a question. It's mind control. It is illegal. I got a question. If um, the Trump... uh, organization, the Trump campaign, were doing the same thing. First of all, the media would be all over them. And secondly, uh, they wouldn't go. The, the, mm-hmm. They wouldn't go. This guy is saying, come to my house. 
he's summoning these people from the press to his house to instruct them how to handle him during the campaign. Yeah, and interpret the news and deliver the news. And, you know, what happened to free press? What happened to free opinion? Well, the, the thing is, they're buying it. They own it. So, yeah, you know, I mean, these are rats that they're feeding that, you know, they're, they're coming in for the free treats. And so they don't care. Yeah. They don't care about uh, what's going on with, with John Q public and the real news. What they care about is that they get their cheese fix. That's true. Um, at least Stefanik, by the way, uh, was talking about uh, uh, January 6th and the hostages too, by the way, uh, you know, at least Stefanik is a representative from upstate mm. New York. And uh, she was on, uh, I believe, Meet the Press. Listen. It's so, so important because the American people, they deserve transparency and accountability. A lot to unpack there. Of course, the White House has said that Hunter Biden is acting unilaterally on the issue of election integrity, though. As you know, Trump took his case to court more than 60 times that there was fraud. He didn't win. But I want to get back to this Key question, do you still think it was a tragic day? Do you think that the people who stormed the Capitol should be held responsible to the full extent of the I law? have concerns about the treatment of January 6 hostages. Uh, I have concerns. We have a role in Congress of oversight over our treatments of prisoners. Uh, and I believe that we're seeing the weaponization of the federal government against not just President Trump, but we're seeing it against conservatives. We're seeing it against Catholics. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so proud to serve on the select committee on the weaponization of the government because the american people want answers they want transparency and they understand that as you look across this country there seems to be two sets of rules if your last name is clinton or it's biden you get to live by a different set of rules than if you're an everyday patriotic american i've been clear Kristen. if you go back and play the full speech i gave on the house floor i condemn the violence just like i condemn the violence of the blm riots but i also importantly stood for election integrity and security of our elections which if we don't have have that we do not have a democracy so the real threat to our democracy is these baseless witch hunt investigations and lawsuits against president trump whether it's tish james or whether we see in the dc circuit court and that is undemocratic and it's shredding our constitution and you know who agrees with me Kristen? the american people that's why president trump is winning in poll after poll against joe biden the justice department has indicted a number of top named democrats as well including the president's <laughs> son twice so I mean, a lot of. Oh uh, my goodness, that. that's uh, that's uh, Kristen Welker. She's doing her best to uh, to do the company narrative. You know, uh, uh, well, you know, we also indicted Democrats too. Well, you know, Kristen, that's that's all well and good, but the fact of the matter is, uh, you have spent your your life over the last six or seven years uh, assaulting uh, the 45th president of the United States. She said it in the same interview a little later on. I haven't got the audio. She said, well, will you vote to confirm the 2024 election? And Elise Stefanik said, if it's constitutional, if it's done constitutionally. Well, does that mean you won't vote? She said, if it is done constitutionally, it is not improper. She says, and there was some uh, cause for doubt about the 2020 election, which makes her, by the way, uh, what do they call it, election denier? Yeah, Um, she's a denier, yeah. Yeah. She said uh, she'll do it if it's done constitutionally. And Walker didn't have much to say to that. What do you say? Well, you know, what if it's not done constitutionally? Will you vote for it then? Um, I mean, it, it's, well, what's the difference from voting for it and 
constitutionally or not, see? Well, simple. Well, if it's constitutional, that means that there's no corruption in the election. That right. means you have no computers uh, hacking into the system. You have no no people dumping votes, you know, mail-in votes. Uh, uh, and it gets down to can you prove it or not, you see? And they're not letting us do you know, ah, we well, sort of, I mean, it's, it's, it's legit. Don't worry about well, it. Don't worry about it. Let me ask Pull you a question. Here. What if Trump uh, in the 2024 election were to say to his supporters, and he's got millions of them, uh, I, we'd like to have observers at every single poll polling place in the country. We want, we want Trump observers at every polling place to look for irregularities, to make sure it's done properly. And, and well, we... I mean, would that be effective? You, you know, I, I don't think he had that last time. Well, they, he did, but they were told to stand outside, behind, that's far, true, you know, several, several feet away, and the windows covered up. So, in other words, yeah, you had poll workers there, observers. We just didn't let them in, and we covered up the windows. But what's your, yeah, what, 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 what you, what you do, you know? And there were never the any consequences. You know, the election uh, supporters from twenty twenty. Uh, they they look at you like, well, hey, you know, it was all above board. You have to take our word for it. No, yeah, I saw you probably did too the video in in Philadelphia when they came with the big panels of cardboard and put it on the window and blocked it so you couldn't look, look in to see what was going on. I've told the story a million times, and I'll tell it one million and one now. You know, <laughs> there's a yard right outside of Philadelphia because they have regional. Postal centers where all the big trucks are, the 50-foot box trucks that go and they deliver the mail to different areas. And in that yard, because you might remember back in 2022, from about October up to the election and thereafter, you were a little slow getting your mail. If you were looking for a check, like I had two checks that were lost in the mail that had to be reissued. But damn, I'll be damned if they didn't get there four months later after the, after the election was over. And before, you know, everything was going on, I was at the post office. I was going, what the hell is going on with the mail? Well, the yard's backed up. What yard? Well, up in Philadelphia. Well, I go up to Philly all the time, or down to Philly, I should say. So I, I made a trip out there. And lo and behold, all these 50-foot or 55-foot box trailers were all sitting there, not unpacked, not unloaded, that had regular mail. And what else in it? Ballots 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 you know for mail-in yeah. for legitimate ones so you know and then plus you know you were, if you were watching the tv you saw the votes flip in the course of one minute where it we were, had a damn near a million lead and then all of a sudden it was erased and went and went away and went over to biden now how the hell did that happen bill and why was, the hell was it the mail moving if it is so it, it's so trustworthy it is not you know, it was a waveform graph that we were watching. All of us were watching on television, and it, there was a, a pattern to it. You see it gradually go up, gradually go down. But when that time came that Bill was talking about, when they did the dump, they did the dump. That didn't sound good, but that's exactly what they did. All oh, of it a was a dump. Oh, all of a sudden, it went from uh, Biden below Trump it went like a like a right angle, straight up, to being above okay. Trump. Okay, how many people live in Butler County or Butler alone? No, I couldn't tell you, but yeah, I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you know, you might have 30, 
40,000 people mm-hmm. who tops, and that, that's a push. But he does a rally there, and it's hard to squeeze. It would yeah. be hard to squeeze what the population 58,000 show oh, up? Was, uh, yeah, it was more than that. But it was, it, was, it was like double the population there, and I'm sitting there going, but, you know, <laughs> Hey. Yeah, these are all Trump plants that came there. My ass. And, and you know, it goes to Biden there. My butt. You know, hey. they're, they're hey. lying Bill, through their teeth. Bill, they said, was it in the 2022 election? Maybe it was the 2020 election. They said that uh, they sent out 150,000 mail-in ballots and got 220,000 back. Yeah. And they said, okay. It, these these ballots multiplied by themselves, and nobody stopped it. They counted it well, and went on. Yeah, you know, you can't leave paper by itself; it'll mate. That's true. Like it's like that, rabbits. That's true. Rabbit paper. Uh, so it, it it will be interesting. I hope. I don't know what it is. I hope that President Trump has got a plan uh, to, you know, guard the election because if he just goes there and thinks that. Well, we'll just overwhelm them, and they just won't be able to keep up. Uh, I think they're making a mistake because they're talking about computers, and computer right. a computer can keep up with any human being, you know. Right. So uh, uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting. I well, a lot of it's going to rely on you and me and the people to keep an eye and guard your guard your ballot make sure when when you walk in you sign in and you do your your job and you take it over and it scans in make sure that there's documentation of it and you have it because if you don't and that even doesn't guarantee anything but in other words guard your vote yeah you know and make sure that you don't see anything weird going on if you do report it Michelle Obama was of all people was interviewed uh on a podcast uh, yesterday i'm not sure the podcast or you know they, they do this a lot it's like who are these podcasts i mean i'm sure they're saying that about us too but uh mm-hmm. we don't uh, have guests we just do our show and do our uh, you know our view of the news and that's it but it's an all, opinion show all that's of a sudden, all there is friends a, a national guest comes on like michelle obama and uh, she's asked, uh, are you concerned about the 2024 election? The things that yeah. keep me up because you, you don't have control over them. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, where are people, where are we in this? Uh, you know, where are our hearts? What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit it affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. I think she should be terrified because I think that she and her husband have uh, been doing some some uh, bad things to our country. You say, what do you mean? Do you honestly think that Joe Biden is running this government? Do you think? No, I think Barack has still got a hand in it. And I don't think that he was actually a legitimate president myself. In more ways than one, but I think that he is plugged into uh, the deep state, and uh, he's part of the people pulling the strings. Yeah, I, I absolutely one hundred percent agree with you. And uh, but she she's concerned about twenty twenty four. What could happen if Trump gets in? Well, there may be something called justice, justice. Okay, and when you, I say justice, I'm not talking about him acting like a dictator, like they're trying to sell Biden in the two speeches he's done in the past week 
has has uh, labeled President Trump as a dictator and his supporters as being fanatics. Well, here's an experiment. I'll mm-hmm. make you a bet. Everybody, if you if you believe in Trump, you go out and vote for Trump, even if he's not on the ballot, you write it in. But, you know, let's just say he's going to make it through and we're going to vote. And our vote is going to be so overwhelming and commanding that they got no choice but to acknowledge that he won the election. How much money do you want to bet right here, right now, that Joe Biden and the Democrats will not concede this time around? Oh, I I think that not only will they not concede, but I also think that there'll be riots in the street because all of these Mm -hmm. anarchists that are supportive of the left will go out and cause trouble. If you're a Democrat, and that's fine if you are, and if you believe in Joe Biden, that's fine too. But I got to ask you this serious question. If Trump wins the election this year, are you going to accept it? And take it for what it is and move forward and say, okay, democracy, the people have spoken. Or are you going to sit there and cling to anything the left throws out there? And, you know, whether it's, you know, chaos or whatever it is, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I got a question for you. I just thought of this as we were, you were asking Uh that question. Uh Uh Uh, uh, We are 10 and a half months, Bill out from the election yeah. or something like that. Um, we've just had Lloyd Austin be der- derelict in his duties. Uh, and uh, nobody was essentially flying our, our the defense of our country, the ship of state, you know, defense of our country. Mm. Um, Nobody's at the helm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, literally, I mean, is there, is there going to be some point when the military looks at the the what the civilian people who are supposed to be in charge are doing and they realize they've abandoned their posts and uh, they are wow. putting the country in jeopardy will they at that point say stop you are illegitimate you're not doing your job you are putting the country at je- in jeopardy we're going to maybe institute a, a Martial government, you know, military government. Uh, I'm, I'm, and then people would say on the left that that's a coup d'état. We're not supporting that. This is just a question: Is there? Do we just let the country collapse under incompetence between now and the election? So much so that we are in danger as a country of being attacked or being uh, changed forever as a country. Okay, or do they come in and intervene and stop? Well, if we have a divided nation politically uh, and military breed, especially not the service rank and file guys, but the leaders, you know, uh, they're a different mindset. And there's a reason that they have to have a cohesive government over them. But I would almost say that you might have a divided military in the rank, uh, you know, in the higher ranks. And then that goes down to the rank and file. Yeah. Whose instructions will you follow? That's a good question. All right. Now, there are some people who believe that there's a large faction that supports the former president. And there's probably a large faction that goes the other way. Or 
they see it as a chance where a Soros or somebody comes in and goes, now's our opportunity to overthrow the whole damn thing. Damn the Democrats. Thank you guys for helping us. And damn the Republicans. And now we have got an overthrow of the entire country. You know, there are a lot of people out there, Bill, who's, who think that uh, the military is about to intervene. I'm just saying. because well, I, I don't know that you, you see, I don't know that we have that strong of a cohesive I, unit here's, because I here's, think there's, here's the way a lot of there's people foul players there 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 are a lot they believe a lot of people believe that uh, many of the the heads of the military in the nation's capital are out of touch and political and they think that's what you're the group that you're talking about uh one one faction and they're in charge technically if you look at the but then you look at all these generals, and there are a lot of generals who are, you know, like uh, running sections of our country who are true patriots, you know, and that's and that they're not in Washington for a reason because they don't play the game. They're not and political. There's others, and there's others out there that could be influenced, or they may have gotten in and are are agents sitting in waiting. Well, it, this is uh, these are interesting times, and now being somebody who has looked at uh, our our country historically uh, as a hobby for years, uh, mm-hmm. I look at uh, what's happening now, and I look back 165 years, and I think, well, you know, people say, well, that was the Civil War, that was ancient times. They they didn't have the telephone. Heck, the telegraph was brand new. I mean, they they just weren't with it. They weren't technologically advanced. They were, no, they were people, folks. They were people right. like Bill and like me and like you. They were people. And they were in a situation for the time that was difficult and divided. And you know what happened? They, they, they split in two. There, was, there were two factions in our country that were fighting for the country as a whole. And, um, you, know, it, you know, people say, well, you know, thank God the North won. You know, what for the grace of God? You know, if they didn't win at Gettysburg, the North, and if mm. they didn't have guys like Grant go, come into a power and straighten the military out, it, we could have been the Confederate States of America right now. You know, you may laugh and say, oh, no, that could. No. In a, if you believe in alternate universes, there may be a Confederate state of America right now as we speak. That's a little science yeah. fiction. Well, look, we've, always, we've always been one vote away, one shot away from total chaos. Yep. Yep. And we're, unfortunately, we're there now. And, you know, the scary part is our enemies are aware of it. They're watching. Look what happened in Mexico. Did you hear what Mexico had the audacity to say the, to the United States? What's that? They said, uh, I think I have the story here. They Talking turned about immigration. Yeah, they said that uh, yeah. we have to admit how many people was it? Uh, uh, so many, uh, uh, an, an astronomical figure of uh, people have to be allowed to be uh, American citizens, or uh, I don't know. Uh, I wish I could find the story. I will find it later. I'm sure. But the point is, uh, they were demanding certain things for them to help us protect the border. Now, mind you, when Trump was in office, you'll remember the story. 
He said, look it, here's the story. You're going to give us 28,000 troops or we're not going to do any uh, trade with you. We're not going to give you any money. We're going to pull all, all of our assets out of Mexico. We're going to cripple your economy. Oh, how many troops do you want? No problem. We'll send them right up. All of a sudden now, because we have a weak and incompetent administration head, headed by a guy who doesn't know whether he's coming or going, we have a situation where Mexico is turning around and telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. We'll, you have to allow, I was like, 10 million, some enormous, 10 million people into your country, and you have to, I forgot what else, there were two stipulations, and then we'll consider helping you on the border. Oh, man, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> this is, this is na- these are nasty times, folks. And yet yeah. uh, this administration doesn't care, just does no. not care. You know, um, I find it with being thrown all of these distractions, uh, the Epstein book that came out, you know about that, of course, uh, all of these different people who were named. Supposedly the left media, I want you to pay attention to this because it's, it, it, they're, tr- they're trying to smear Trump in this. They're supposedly saying that in this diary that was, was uh, you know, posted uh, a couple of days ago, uh, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and Richard Branson, they got pictures. They got pictures of them uh, with these young ladies, okay? So it's, it's not just hearsay. But what is hearsay is they also try to involve President Trump. Uh, the smear involves revelations in the Epstein documents that President Trump allegedly sexually assaulted several of the infamous pedophile sex slaves in vile ways, and there's a sex tape to prove it. That's what, that's what they claim, right? But the fact of the matter is that in 2019, uh, the lady who made that allegation, her name is Ransom, who a lot of uh, this information that came out is based on her testimony. Ransom uh, later admitted to the New Yorker magazine in 2019 she lied about uh, Trump's involvement because she wanted to draw attention to Epstein's criminal behavior and make him believe she had evidence that would come out if he harmed her. So he was trying, she was trying to include Trump, who was president in 2019, uh, so it would just be, be more effective. But there are no tapes that they've ever presented of President Trump. President Trump has vehemently denied this, and she has admitted afterwards that uh, she lied. So, but the media so doesn't give a damn. Her, yeah, and yeah, well, because they went to their coaching class, and so they know what they are supposed to say to That's help true. The, the left. <laughs> but you know, even if she turned her tail now and sat there and you know reversed that story, you know who would believe her then? You know. The fact that she recanted and said, no, I made this up because I was doing that. Now, that I can believe. Now, if she goes, no, this is really true, if somebody gets to her, which they probably will try to get to her and and do that. But one thing to keep in mind about Trump, I'm not saying that he's never had uh, uh, any kind of affairs, you know, because a lot of guys have in in, uh, that are in the public light. Joe has. Clinton has. You know, you could go right on down the line. Uh, As a matter of fact, I think uh, even Bush had. But either way, let's forget about that. You know, they're going to just sit there and try to twist and turn. But Trump is a germaphobe. 
You know, that's there's... you know people forget that. It, it, a lot of people don't realize that because they see him glad handing everybody yeah, on the trail. You know, you're not going to put your key in just every lock you find because you know you're a germaphobe. That's all there is to it. Big time. It's about the best way I can say it. You know, I would be willing to bet that one of the uh, most uh, used items on his airplanes is Purell because yeah. he, you know, he's out glad handing all these people, and you know that. As soon as he gets on the plane, he's washing his hands because, oh, like, I know the other thing he does. He probably not only does the Purell, but I bet you he takes an antibiotic all the time because, man, I've been around breathing all this crappy air. I want to make sure that I'm, you yeah. know, you really don't ever see the guy sick. The only time he, you know, got uh, tested for COVID once and he was out, I think, in 24 hours. Yeah, he had he had COVID when he was president for a little bit, but uh, they took good care of him and he he got oh, better quickly. Well, now, you know, how many people died of the COVID vaccine? Uh, 17 million, supposedly, that worldwide. Right. Yeah. Now they're saying, they're going, oh, Trump and his hydroxychloroquine, you know, or whatever that stuff is called, you know, and the people that actually took it. You yeah. Know, uh, 17,000 people died. Really? Million. Worldwide. I just saw no, the no, 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 no. They're saying of the hydroxychloroquine. Uh-huh. You know the 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 alternative that they didn't oh, right. want to prescribe, but they, they would. I don't hear of any figures where people died from hydroxychloroquine or. Uh, no, they they they're now saying there was seventeen thousand. I didn't see that at all. I but it, yeah, I but, saw that over well, the weekend. Well, the thing is that they tr they try to make you think well they weren't totally wrong, but I saw a figure this morning worldwide. It, it, there was a conference in Romania. I forgot the gentleman. The gentleman was being interviewed on one of the Tucker episodes, the recent Tucker ep episodes. I think his name was Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but you can check for yourself, folks. You'll see him. He talks about 17 million people worldwide, they believe, died from the effects uh, reaction to the vaccine. Can you imagine that? Seven, that's more than world wars. But here's the problem. The Biden administration coaches the news. So... If the 17,000 they can lay on Trump, forget the damn seven, uh, 17 million. That's, that, that, that's nothing. 17,000, man, we could take Trump down with this. This is what we want to look at. You know, and Trump had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't invent that. He didn't do He was saying, what about this? You know, what's the deal on this? You know, you guys are not looking at what we have. You're looking at what Bill Gates can manufacture. Well, you know, I, I, I find it amazing in these uh, crazy times that we're living in that uh, anybody believes these uh, stories that come out from the left. They released this this uh, book about Epstein uh, with a list of all these different people, and you saw right away Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, uh, all these uh, Hollywood celebrities who were, who were involved. Bill, uh, uh, I guess it was Bill Gates was on the plane, too. All these different people supposedly were participating. And then a day or two later, the, the lamestream media comes out and says, well, uh, they also said that uh, Trump was uh, having sex with a bunch of uh, you know, these Epstein, uh, you know, what did they call it? Uh, underage people, or, you know, uh, and... Trump had. It. I still want to know where now, are all these kids? What happened to them? I still want to know that. Well, I, I think they're they're probably uh, they probably have lawyers. Seeing that they supposedly were all underage, 
when all this stuff happened, uh, they probably have some kind of uh, protection uh, and they're being guarded from the media so that their lives can uh, be straightened well, out. You know, I mean, we're talking about young women who were like 14 and 15 years old. I find that just mind boggling. If, if you've uh, been a father of, uh, of young women, you know, when people are 14 and 15 years old, the, these are children, okay? And no ifs, right. ands, or buts about it. Uh, and you don't, you don't do something so heinous. Heck, you don't ever do something. Essentially, these people were forced into being raped, if you know what I'm saying. They were influenced mm. by the powerful. I mean, think of the people who they were having sex with. I mean, the pres- former president of the United States of America, uh, uh, the prince, one of the princes in the royal family in England. I mean, these are probably the most powerful people on the planet, and they're being forced to have sex because, well, they're being convinced it's the right thing because these are children. These mm. are kids. Well, I don't know. The media knows who they are and where they are, if they even still exist. Yeah. And sometimes part of the therapy is to sit there and, and admit what happens and, and address what happens. You know, and these kids hold the keys to what's fiction and fodder to reality. And they can dot the I's and, uh, you know, cross the T's. But they're just nowhere to be found or nothing to be heard. And out of all those kids, somebody would want to come forward and set the record straight. I say this because, you know, you mentioned rape, you know, and I've dealt with that with a child in my family and a stranger that got put away and now gets to walk in the streets, but that's a whole different story. The simple fact is there, there, you know, a lot of these kids may not be here anymore. Their, their lives may have been taken from them or they may have taken their own lives, but they are out there. And if they've come to grips with it, you know, there is a truth to be told and we're not hearing that truth. We're, we're going with the interpretation of what the coached media will tell us. Bill, um, you heard where that, 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 uh, her name was, uh, what was her name? Roman Roman. Anyway, the person Mm -hmm. who supposedly, uh, released all of this information, uh, she says she, she included Trump because she wanted the notoriety. She wanted people to give it more, uh, of an inspection, I guess, uh, because she was afraid that, uh, of what Epstein would do to her. She was afraid for her life. You know, so there's some truth to the fact that these young ladies were probably threatened over and over again with uh, uh, the most severe consequences if they, you know, break the, you know, the secrecy that was behind the whole, the whole, uh, you know, sexual empire. Look, they were trafficked. They were trafficked by a, a pimp to the elite, mm-hmm. whether it was the Hollywood elite or the political elite, you know, they were, they were trafficked. And traffickers don't keep the goods when they're done with them. They throw them away. They destroy them I because fu- it's evidence against them. I found that story uh, about the Mexico. Here's the headline. Mexican president demands Joe Biden grant at least 10 million Hispanics legal status in the United States and $20 billion to Latin America 
in exchange for assistance on the U.S. border. The gall of this, of this guy, uh, this guy uh, had the courage to stand up to the president of the United States. This Obrador stood up to the president of the United States and said, hey, you want our, uh, our support? Yeah, here's what you're going to do. You know, now, if again, if it were Trump, that would not have happened. Trump would have pulled. So he want to pull this with us. You know, we sent out Tony, uh, the guitarist Blinken, down to uh, Mexico City last week to have a, a meeting about the border with the Mexican government. Oh, this was supposed to be a big deal. Everybody was holding their breath because, you know, Blinken was in Mexico talking about our border. But listen to this. They come out after a long conversation and discussion, and they announce that a deal had been struck. A major deal had been struck with Mexico. You know, when I first heard that, my ears perked up. Like, ooh, what's happening in Mexico City? The deal was that they were, the United States was going to open up some previously, I guess, closed border entry points into our country. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought, and that was the deal. The deal was that Blinken went down there. He uh, he threw himself at the mercy of Mexico, and he there was no negotiation. He said, uh, "We're going to open up. We'll open up three uh, three more entry points, so it'll make it easier for people to get into our country." Un- unbelievable! This is the most incompetent. But you know, folks, we have to remind ourselves that this administration is doing it intentionally. That's the thing that is mind-boggling. I mean, we're being invaded by an uh, an outside uh, uh, group, and instead of holding them back, this administration is opening up more doors and making it easier for them to come in. And, and mm-hmm. I said this last week, Bill, don't expect them just to be down in the Southwest. They're all over. They're all over the country, these illegals. They're in just about every town. I think I told you, I think I saw some in my town in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, they're everywhere. And uh, yep. it's not going to get any better, not with this administration. Not at all. Oh, uh, Fanny Willis uh, in the news. Apparently, uh, yeah, she, she had uh, an improper romantic relationship with a top Trump prosecutor in her office. Well, Trump hey, prosecutor. look at, you know, she's working so many hours. She. Uh, Probably figure this is the only time that she can, you know. She works hard for the money, I guess. According <laughs> I guess so. to a filing, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution uh, reported, uh, according to the AJC, Fanny uh, Willis financially benefited from a romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, a top prosecutor she hired to go after Trump. Now, Nathan Wade was brought in as a special prosecutor by Fanny Willis in November of 2021, in August, Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis hit President Trump with 18 other and 18 others with RICO and conspiracy charges after uh, daring to challenge the 2020 election. How dare you? But either way, now they're saying, Mm-mm, guess what, Fannie? Um, you know what? You, you need to be disqualified as a prosecutor from the RICO case. So they're not saying uh, the RICO case goes away. Uh, whole new meaning to this song, Fanny. Be tender with our Trump. Then I fall. Seem 
Oh, I just had to play that. You just destroyed <laughs> an old memory. You know how songs bring back memories yeah. and lost loves and everything. And it's like a favorite song. You just flushed it right down the toilet. That that old memory just went to hell in a hand basket. Anyway, will she do the right thing? Love. Will Jeez. she will she recuse herself? Will she will she uh, bring somebody else in to take over her job? Because uh, now she absolutely she's... No. not. You know they're going to let that story fade. They'll just ignore it, yeah. and the media will help to ignore it. It goes away because how did I find out it about it? Well, I found out about it from the conservative stream mm-hmm. uh, media. And of course. the story is out there. It's true. You know, it's like Giuliani. You know, he wants to question some of the people now that pled guilty to Fanny. Because he's probably going to, he's going, yeah, well, I got to build my case. I need to talk to these people. And yeah. he does. Yeah. Are they going to let him? Well, they because better. Because if they do, well, they probably won't. Or they're going to limit what he can do or, you know, whatever. Because, you know. Bill, do you have a- And he's on these fanny documents, too, of the thing that I'm talking about. He's like, uh, he's number two on the list. Donald's number one. Judy's uh you know, uh, Rudy is number two. Yeah, ever ever wonder um, how when you see all this? What I think is corruption in the system. Ever wonder how long they've been working on this to to put these people in place, the right people in the right places, so they could use them at the right time? Because they did, they didn't just fall into place after the election. These people had to be planted, you know, and and well, it was intentional. Long term, I, I think. I think they knew even back in the Bush administration that although they were woke, they knew that there was a groundswell going way back to uh, before and after the Clintons that there was a conservative, a real true conservative movement where people were, you know, the, the pendulum wasn't left or right. There were the people right there, dead center, true Americans, and they were growing. So the only way to keep them under control, us is to sit there and take over things. And so I think it's been a long, like you say, a long, a long road. Intentional. Road that they've yeah. traveled, uh, intentional road. This yeah. has been a journey for them. And they've got key people in key places. And now, you know, Trump's got a case that, uh, that goes before a Democrat judge. He gets no jury. He gets no witnesses, no nothing, no say. Yeah. And will be ruling on something very important to Trump they you know could theoretically derail the whole What's it? I guess the discussion today is about his uh, uh, presidential immunity and yeah, yeah, it shouldn't well, even be a that. question I, I mean think about it you know all of a sudden now the fact the 2024 election right now uh, of it being fair right it being uh, able to be voted on by people in every state. The decision now is in the hands of nine people who wear robes. I mean, if we have a corrupt uh, judicial system, and if it does happen to go all the way to the top, then all of a sudden nine people in Washington, everybody's saying it should be nine nothing in favor of Trump being able to be on the ballots. But I, I don't trust anything anymore. I don't no, trust and, anything anymore. Nothing's and now it's funny because even the left over the weekend was going, well, you know, the, this is a long shot. It's a Hail Mary. There's no way that this should happen and should go against Trump. 
But yet today, here it is Tuesday, two days away from the weekend. There is no way that Trump is going to win this. He's going to go down nine to nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're calling the shots. This is kind of like when Ronald Reagan was uh, an announcer calling the baseball games and the teletype went out. So he sat there and made up the whole damn thing. Yeah, people don't realize wrong. people don't realize uh, what he what you're talking about. But back in the very early days uh, of, uh, uh, of radio broadcasting, when Ronald Reagan worked at WHO, I guess in Iowa, uh, yeah. he, um, uh, he they couldn't do play by play from the ballpark. What they would do is they would have somebody at the ballpark who would be feeding the the stats and what was happening on a tele telegraph. They would telegraph yeah. it to uh, the radio station. And the radio station would have somebody who would be reading it and 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 uh, yeah, giving it to the Ronald. He takes a swing and a miss. Oh, All yeah. right, that's number one. Okay, the picture picture winds up and oh, it is over the fence and out of the park. It is a grand slam, and yep. he makes it all the way around. Well, that went down, and here is. I know the feeling. You're on the radio. Yeah. You have to talk. You felt you had to talk, and so you were. Do you talking know whether the game did he did he get it right? By the way, did no, he? he got it wrong. I believe he <laughs> he called the game wrong because he was going with. Well, it's going in this direction. Yeah, but there was a turnaround in the game. Yeah, and you know, it's, did he have it, the right it, team winning the game? No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, it's 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 the ultimate nightmare. And, oh my you know, gosh. It's like the school kid. You know, that when you get out of school, you still have that dream that you missed the bus or you're walking to school and all of a sudden you got no shoes on. The next thing you know, you got no pants on. You're standing there with your shirt and underwear. You yeah. know, uh, what, I'm the only one that had that dream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Uh, Bill, one other thing, uh, German farmers, you heard this? German, uh, no. German farmers have staged the largest protest ever blocking roads all over Germany. Uh, movement uh, opposes climate alarmist policies and uh, an end to subsidies. The left has taken over uh, the government, is trying to crush agriculture, the industry in Germany, and the German farmers have said, enough already. It ain't happening in our country. So they have, if you think we have problems here, they got them over there too. And when I say largest protest ever, Every major highway in Germany has been blocked by tractors. Think about that for a second. So, uh, you know, putting along with my tractor. But, yep, ain't I sexy? Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Uh, another show in the can. If you would, again, uh, please drop us an email at your convenience. Please let us know where you are. All right, and the email address to use is Jim and Bill at mail dot com. Jim and Bill at mail.com. It's very simple. Uh, we try to keep it simple because, we, because we're simple people. I know what you're thinking. And uh, also, we have a, a phone number you can call, 833-538-7868. Anything else to add, Bill, before we wrap this thing up? I think there's only one thing to say. What's that? Hasta la vista, baby! We are out of here! This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. 
we asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>